Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily in association with Moonrise Cricket Indian Premier League 2020 13th edition every day every game every spill every fill every triumph all the way to the IPL trophy Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the IPL Daily and uh, it's James the Cricket Badger with you. Going to be joined in just a second by Daniel Kelly. But first of all, thank you very much indeed to BodylineTshirts.com and to MoonriseSports.com for their support of the Cricket Badger IPL Daily. Chennai Super Kings, they were disappeared. They were missing for the first half of this tournament. Well, they got a win tonight. Chennai Super Kings beating the Kolkata Knight Riders by six wickets. It throws the tournament even more wide open and interesting as we go through the remaining games in the group stages. The teams battle for those top four places. And uh, Daniel Kelly, you are our Delhi Capitals fan. Delhi Capitals look okay now, actually. That was some game tonight. And uh, Ravinder Jadeja towards the end of that game, it looked like CSK were throwing it away. Bang, bang, two sixes, job done, walk off with the points. Yeah, great finish. Um, I didn't expect it, to be honest. I think they, they burgled that one a little bit. I'm surprised that Kolkata didn't get across the line. I thought you tend to find Owen Morgan really sort of comes to comes to his own in those sort of situations. Um, but I don't really think they could have done too much different tonight. I think it's just, you know, a bit of brilliance from Jadeja and uh, Nagakoti bowled a pretty decent over up until that point. But one in the slot slogged 98 metres over mid-wicket and at that point you know that, that was your lot but what a, a, a really good finish again throws the tournament wide open yeah 172 for 5 KKR made 87 from Nitish Rana who was uh, fantastic he's 
hit or miss, literally. Golden Duck 50, Golden Duck 50. First person in the IPL to to do that feat, if that's a feat that anybody wants to do. 172 for five, I thought Dan was a decent score. I thought that was going to put KKR in the driving seat. Um, but a really good innings from Rutteraj Gaikwad. He, he fell just before the, the final knockings of the game, but 72 for him from 53 balls. He looks a real prospect for them. CSK are crying out for some young talent and he's putting his hands up big time. He is indeed, yeah. He does look like a real prospect. Like you say, he's only, I think, 23. He's going to be in with a shout with Indian honours before long, you'd think. Very sort of mature innings, played very well. Put Watson to shame. Shane Watson's been a bit of a, a disappointment, really. As, um, I think he's very much hurtling towards the end of his, his career. I wouldn't like to sort of say it, but it seems if he's just sticking around for the money now, to be honest. But also Ryuji played very well. Three little innings, but it was full of fireworks. And I thought when he got out and then when Donny got out quickly afterwards, I thought that was it. But Ravi Jadeja came to the party and, and saved their bacon. But yeah, Guy Quad, great prospect. Played very maturely. And, and yeah, good good signs for the future for Chennai and for India. He's the sort of player that's got to build the team around. Shane Watson, who you mentioned there, I just get the impression they're just uh, throwing him out for a bit of a farewell, kind of like a bit of a lap of honour. I mean, he's been a fantastic player for CSK down the years, but he's obviously nearing the end now and uh, CSK need to rebuild. And he's a bit of a symptom of their dad's army mentality, isn't he? If you look uh, at their average age, it's the highest age in the tournament. You've got um, some fairly old campaigners in there that are still sort of plying their trade. doesn't mean they're bad players. It just means, I think, that CSK just needs to move on now, Dan. Yeah, I think we've seen throughout this IPL, really, the one thing, not the one thing, but one of the main things that I'm going to take from it is that I've been introduced to some really exciting young Indian talent. Um, and for a while, it seems that maybe that was drying up a little bit. I don't know. But um, I think they've got some great prospects. And yeah, CSK, you've got to think it'll be a big rebuilding job before the next edition of the IPL. But that centres around Downey, I think, uh, um, quite a lot. I think it depends on what he wants to do in terms of how he wants to sort of bow out. It would be a, a fitting end to Donny's legacy if he was to play another season and bled some, bleed some young talent. But I'm not so sure that's going to happen, to be honest. I think uh, it'd be a shame to see Donny sort of fizzle out and end on a, on a sour note. But I, I think that might be the way it goes. Um, I, I think there's going to be one, yeah, like one or two more seasons of Donny yet. I don't think he's done at all. And I think they, they realise his importance to CSK just as a tactician more than anything. But, I mean, he's still, still a really good player. If, if if the rest of the CSK side had performed anything like, I mean, really, if you actually look down the the squad, only, I mean, if you take Gerkord out of the way um, because he's come into it sort of late, but only really Fafta Plessy and Sam Curran can take any credit from CSK's season. There's a lot of very good players that have turned up and really not delivered. And if Donny was playing in a successful side, he would look 10 times the player that he has done in this, this edition. Yeah, it's true. Um, I, I just kind of felt tonight that it was a little bit inevitable. I didn't fancy him to take him over the line at all, to be honest. And that really couldn't be further away from the Donny that we all know and love. Do you think he'll lead next year? Or do you think he'll just sort of hang around and, and be be in the ranks? Or do you think he'll stay stay on as leader well I think I think they're a bit hamstrung in terms of what they can do because you know the the rumors are that there's not going to be a a, a major auction um so they yeah, can't make wholesale changes it's going to be a, a little bit of a you know can we draft in um somebody to replace Shane Watson what are we going to do with our other overseas but in terms of their their local Indian talent it's I can't remember who it was on the podcast the other night said well if they're gonna you know they're, they're able to trade 
but who's going to want any of the CSK has-beens um, or, or players that have failed there? So I think if I was in charge of CSK, I would give Doney at least another year, if not two, to kind of marshal the troops so everybody respects him and he's able to bring some of that young talent through potentially to, to help them through uh, and to guide them through that. I think that that would be the way that I would go if I was CSK. And there's no obvious can, candidates to take over from him anyway. And you know the, the status he's got in the Indian game isn't to be underestimated. And particularly if there are crowds in next time, um, you're going to sell 10... Well, I mean, you're always going to sell out anyway, but you're going to sell 10 times the tickets if Donny's playing than, than if he's not. So... I think, you know, in terms of a poster boy and in terms of a leader, I think his credentials are, are untarnished. It's just his side of that, including himself, have let him down. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. If we look at the table though, Dan, after the points have obviously been allocated to CSK today, it's fascinating and um, we'll talk about um, Rajasthan Royals game um, tomorrow in just a second but Mumbai Indians are now definitely in the playoffs they can't be um, any lower than fourth in this tournament and probably going to be far higher than that they're on 16 points RCB and Delhi Capitals are on 14 and then it starts to get seriously interesting Kings 11 and Kolkata Knight Riders are on 12 points KKR only one game left KXIP two games to play Sunrisers are on 10 Rajasthan Royals are on 10 and Chennai have uh, just crept up into uh, onto 10 as well but obviously they can't proceed any uh, higher than 12 and that won't be enough for them but we've got the game um, Rajasthan Royals are playing tomorrow against Kings 11 now if Rajasthan Royals win that tomorrow apologies if Claire's listening but uh, they would go to 12 <laughs> points so we would have Kings 11 Kolkata and Rajasthan Royals on 12 points and then we have Sunrisers Hyderabad playing on Saturday against RCB with the potential for them to go to 12 points as well. This is not dying down, this IPL, is it? It's, it's ridiculously interesting and fascinating and exciting. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's really ramping up now. It's a shame, I was thinking as you were saying that, it's a shame that the, the, the final round of fixtures can't all go at the same time. Obviously, there's sort of restraints in terms of venues and, and whatnot. But in terms of um, excitement, how amazing would it be to have everyone on 12 having a straight shootout for that fourth spot? You know, things like net run rate to consider, that would have been amazing. I think all the neutrals tomorrow are going to be wanting a Rajasthan win. I think they might just do it, you know. I think, you know, a little bit of Ben Stokes magic. They couldn't really be playing a worse opponent, to be fair, for, for a must-win game. Well, I, um, I put it to Claire the other day, Dan, um, and obviously Claire refuted this um, suggestion, but Kings Eleven have been playing catch-up. They were down and out. They were in last chance saloon from five games ago. They needed to pretty much win every single match, as, it, as it's proved, um, to get through. They could maybe afford one slip-up, but no more than that. They've won five on the bounce, 
But that's all been with that kind of backs up against the wall mentality. We're the underdogs. We're, we're fighting back. We'll show them kind of stuff. That starts to change a little bit in terms of the mentality of that scenario when you start to actually be the leader of the pack and the favourite. And it remains to be seen how Kings Eleven deal with that, doesn't it? Very true, yeah. This is the first time in the tournament that they'll be almost expected to, to win a game. Players deal with pressure in different ways, don't they? We don't know how they're going to deal with that. I don't think Rahul's form will be a concern because he's being judged on his very own high standards. But I think they could do with his... It looks like he hit the purple patch maybe a little bit early. Gives him a couple of games, hopefully, to, to, to get himself back in the in the high scorers. And obviously, the Gale sort of factor has played a big part, hasn't it? He's come in and sort of turned their fortunes around not single-handedly, but you've got to think it's played a big part in that belief that they think they're never out of the game now with Gale. And I think that sort of more more of a, a middle order, their middle order looks a little bit more secure now. Um, I, I think that what you I just said about Gale is is what I was trying to get to with MSD. When you've got somebody like Chris Gale in your side, obviously it helps when he's he's scoring runs, which he has done. But you've got one of the greats of all time in your game. You know, certainly in T Twenty cricket, probably the greatest of all time in your side. The same with CSK. You know, if you're a young lad in that dressing room and you look across and there's MSD changing across the other side of the room from you, it can't help but lift you, can it? You, you're going to be just awestruck. And then you're playing with him. You're wearing the same shirt and you're running out there with Chris Gale, with MSD, you know, Virat Kohli for R- RCB, whatever. That has to lift you. And Chris Gale coming into that side five games ago, I don't. there's no coincidence that they've gone on a good streak since he's been in that side. No, definitely not. Exactly. Because I think the, the other guys around him are licensed as well. Less pressure on Rahul, as we were seeing at the start. Um, and it, it maybe can afford Rahul to score a little bit um, more sedate. Less pressure on Nicholas Puran as well. It must, I mean, for Puran, it must be amazing to see sort of Gale coming out um, before him, knowing that potentially the lion's share of his job will be done and he's got a licence to, to play in the way that we love Puran playing for them. When you look down their names, you think there's not really a weak link there in the, in the batting lineup. Um, and the bowling attack looks very good as well. Obviously, with Shami sort of in, in the form of his life. And then you've got the. Ravi Bishnoi as well, he's, he's looking a superstar. They're doing, they, they, they look a very strong bet. And I think my Delhi, in the very first pod I was on, I predicted Delhi versus Kings Eleven in the final. And I, I'm not sure how they'll finish in the top four. It might make that an impossibility. Who knows? That's not, a, not looking a bad shout, I don't think, at the minute. Moonrise is a sports engagement website to allow sports fans to learn from the very best. Get a personal video message recorded for a fan's special occasion. Have a professional cricketer as your next coach by getting video feedback or having a 30-minute conversation with some of the world's best players. Players such as Jimmy Neesham, Colin Munro, Tammy Beaumont, Danny Wyatt, Monty Panasar. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. We haven't done our Moonrise moment of the match and we should do that before we move fully into the uh, Kings Eleven Rajasthan Royals match preview. Um, we've just seen the uh, CSK beating Kolkata Knight Riders. Um, Daniel, if I was give you uh, the nomination tonight what would you pick i was thinking earlier i um put in our in our cricket badger group chat that Donny's wicket might be the moment of the match but i think the fact that they went on to win it anyway i think the 19.5 overs nagakoti to jadeja massive six over mid wicket moment of the match sealed the game job done 
I can't disagree with you. Uh, I'm afraid. Um, well, I'm not afraid. I, I I agree with you. I there was a couple of things <laughs> just that, that I wanted to bring into that. That that ball was this. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was bang bang, wasn't it? The 19.5 and the 20th being completed. I just loved how Jadeja celebrating hitting that six to win the game pointed to the back of his shirt um, like Nasser Hussain did all those years ago. I think he thought he was pointing to his name, but what he didn't realise was his name was down at the waistband level and he was pointing to India Cement. So unless he's changed his name by Deepole, he was giving them a really good advert on the back of his uh, shirt today. But yeah, Ravi Dadeja, it has to be, doesn't it? Bang, bang, job done. Two points CSK. They may be out of the tournament, but you could see from the celebrations on that balcony kind of restoring some kind of sense of normality to the end of their campaign is uh, not going unnoticed in their dressing room. Full of smiles and uh, Ravinda Dijeja is our Moonrise moment of the match. Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalised message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket. Let's play. Right, we've already done our preview almost of Kings Eleven tomorrow. But Rajasthan Royals, um, we need to talk about them because they have been so inconsistent in this tournament. You look down their side, they've got Joss Butler, they've got uh, Ben Stokes, who's coming obviously halfway through. Steve Smith, one of the best batsmen in the world. Sanju Sampson is uh, fantastic on his day, but blows a bit hot and cold. Joffre Archer, bowling like the speed of light at times in this tournament. Rahul Tawachia has... Uh, basically become a household name during this IPL. But they don't seem to be able to consistently all perform together. One batsman maybe has a has a, a decent day, but the others all kind of fall around him like a pack of cards. Joffre Archer has been carrying that attack on his own at times. If Rajasthan are going to get through to the playoffs and they still have a bit of a sniff, they need to all come to the party over these last two games, don't they? They do, yeah. I think more, probably more so than all the other teams. I think when you look down their, um, their, their squad, you see so much potential there in their individuals. I think they're a team full of um, match winners who, who you know, could win a match single-handedly, individually. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of proven a bit of the case at the minute. I think they are they're almost kind of relying on each other. Someone will have a day out and win the game or, or whatnot. I think their main concern for me is how over reliant they are on Joffre Archer with the ball. I think he he he's bowling. He, he's going at less than seven and over. He's got a, a shed full of wickets, but the rest of the bowling attack is pretty much getting slaughtered. And teams know that if they see if they can try and see Joffre Archer off and maybe you know sort of no more than two for thirty off Joffre is a good result because they know they're going to cash in on the the rest of the attack. Just to underline that, Dan Joffre has taken seventeen wickets at an economy rate of under seven. Um, Shreyas Gopal and uh, Rahul Tuatia have had decent tournaments as spinners, nine wickets and seven wickets respectively. And Kartik Tayagi has been impressive, but he's obviously a youngster and he's very raw and he can go a little bit wrong. But if you then go further down their, their list of bowlers, Jediv Undercat, who 
He's a terrific bowler. Just four wickets in this tournament, going at nearly 10. Tom Curran's had a bit of a mare, hasn't he? Just three wickets going at uh, almost 12. Um, and then you've got the likes of Andrew Ty, who was a previous Purple Cap winner. Just the one wicket in the tournament, just the one outing, going at 12 and a half and over. Ben Stokes uh, has bowled six um, overs and not really done too much, gone at over 10. There's not a huge amount of uh, backup bowlers. They've they're been desperately seeking a fifth bowler all the way through this tournament. They have, yeah. Um, and I think that that is potentially what's going to cost them a playoff place in the end. Bodylinet-shirts.com. Browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web. Hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike. Featuring everyone and everything from Larwood to Leach and Cow Corner to Chin Music at BodylineT-Shirts.com. And you can get 10% off your first order using the code BADGER at checkout. BodylineT-Shirts.com. T-shirts for the discerning cricket fan. Just as an aside on that, James, I'm thinking the, the England boys who are in, in another bubble and they're going to go straight on to another bubble in South Africa, haven't been in a bubble all summer, particularly someone like Jofra. I think it's a great effort for him to be sort of the spearhead of this attack and bowling how he's bowling. And he looks very carefree and uh, looks like he's having the time of his life with, without that pressure of England on him. I've I just wondered what um, the Royals have done to him to, to get him to perform like he has done. I mean, I think sometimes he can be a little bit naive in what he says because I've heard him say a couple of times during this tournament, and he also said it back in the summer, um, it was worth me bending my back on that pitch. Really, if you're playing for your country, you should be bending your back on every pitch. Yeah, but I know what he's saying. What he's, what he's trying to say is he, he knows when to go, go full throttle and he knows when to maybe bowl within himself because he might have a longer spell or something. But say it like that. Don't say, I'm not going to bend my back um, today because I'm only playing for England or I'm only playing for the Royals or whatever. I saw Owen Morgan's comments the other day about England have got uh, quite a few things going on this winter now. Trip to South Africa, then obviously an Indian tour, and then Sri Lanka um, just before the, the next summer. Owen Morgan was saying, you know, don't don't take it out on players if they take a bit of a break and miss out on a trip here and there. And they've got to, haven't they? You know, they're human beings, these guys. I mean, Josh Butler withdrew himself from the bubble for a couple of days to go and see his family in the summer. And just staying in a hotel with the same faces and it being cricket, 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 that is not healthy for anybody. And I can quite easily see Joffre maybe just missing one of these tours. It might even be the India trip. I mean, they'll need somebody fast on those pitches. Uh, I mean, it depends where it's going to be played. They're talking about it being played in India, aren't they? But they're not going to take Stuart Broad and Joffre Archer and Jimmy Anderson on an Indian tour. You wouldn't have thought because there's going to be more call for the spinners. So there's going to be scope, I think, for a few of those to miss out. But being in a bubble since the start of the summer, which is effectively what he's being, and he's going to go straight from that bubble to a, another bubble to another bubble. He's to, he's missing out on the big bash, isn't he? But he's, uh, yeah, I, I can quite easily see what Owen Morgan's saying that about um, don't be too harsh on these guys because they are humans and they, they need to have some time away from the game, don't they? Definitely, yeah. Um, I think Joffre would be best suited probably to miss the, the South Africa leg, give him a little bit of space after this um after the RPL concludes. Because um, personally, I'd love to see him. England need him in India or in the UAE to have any chance of winning without a doubt. And I know that's a little bit of a longer tour, but 
and they are, I guess, building for the World T20, so they're wanting to play as many T20s as possible. But I think the ODIs maybe against South Africa might be something that he sits out at least. I think Ben Stokes was time away at the later later part of the English summer. I know it was for awful reasons, which you know you wouldn't sort of you'd love him to have a break for better reasons. But I think that will do his cricket probably the world of good. Because um, there'd have been serious concerns about Stokes with the workload that he goes through for England, coming mm. straight into a 14-game IPL and then going off into other bubbles. Um, and I think that that will benefit England. I think Josh Butler as well. I'm only obviously I'm only assuming, but I think to I think to feel like he's not sort of um, I think he's feeling it a little bit. I think his form shows that as well. I don't think he's. Um, I, I just get the impression that he's not really himself. He sort of seems to be a little bit of a passenger at the minute. I, I thought all the way through um, the summer as well for England. I mean, I know he put in some decent performances and maybe maybe sort of be a little bit more silent about his test future, but he doesn't seem to play with a smile on his face at the moment, Joss Butler. He's quite, you, you see him interviewed and you, you, you hear him chat and he's quite a relaxed, sort of amiable fella. He doesn't play with a cricket with a smile on his face, look, like he's looking like he's enjoying it at the moment. And... I mean, I know it's his job and it pays the bills and all the rest of it, and it's a short career and what have you. But it's sport, and, it, and most most of us would crawl over hot coals to to have a professional career. And they need to actually celebrate it, worship, yeah, you know, and, and really enjoy what they're doing. And at the moment, some of them don't, I don't think. And it's quite understandable because it's a it's a funny old year, isn't it? It's a, not the best of times that we're all having. And having said that, there's a lot of people worse off than them. They're getting paid roy- right royally for playing cricket. And uh, a lot of us are sitting in one-bedroom flats wondering where the next paycheck's coming from. So it's uh, there are worse things than playing Absolutely. in the IPL. Yeah, if you think though, so, with these in in you know in relation to the England boys, what a, a, a mental eighteen months they've had from absolute career and potentially life highs of winning a World Cup. Um, for Ben Stokes, he won the World Cup. Sort of, I mean, he we didn't win the Ashes, but Ben Stokes won won the Ashes series. Uh, and straight into a global pandemic with no fans anywhere and sort of the ultimate high to the ultimate low. And that really must take a mental effect on some of them. And we'll never see sort of, as, as fans, we'll never see that side of it. And you don't know what they're going through. You don't know how they deal with it. So I think all, every, everything that we sort of say needs to, we, you know, we need to be sort of careful really to see how, how they react. Because like you say, first and foremost, they are human beings and they feel everything that, that we feel ramped up in the public eye. So it must be, must be a tough old gig. Yeah, I think I think people I think supporters forget that sometimes. You 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 almost see them as a it's almost like a computer game being played out in front of you and they're just uh, components of that that game and they are flesh and blood and they think and feel and have their ups and downs like everybody else and yeah, so we should never ever forget that and if people need some time out of the game it shouldn't be held against them. Daniel Kelly, it's been a good chat and thank you for being on on your own tonight. You've had a bit more talking to do than usual, but it's been a terrific game today. Another great one to look forward to tomorrow in Kings Eleven against Rajasthan Royals. We've got, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven group games left and then obviously the four games in the playoffs and the Cricket Badger IPL Daily will be with you every single day and the days in between as well. We won't just uh, disappear on those off days. We'll come back and we'll talk about something else maybe another chance to talk Daniel about uh, bio bubbles and the the effect on players at mental health etc could be on one of those shows as well but Daniel Kelly for now thank you brilliant cheers James really enjoyed this thanks very much cheers guys and uh, thank you everybody for staying tuned um getting some really good listens and uh, appearing quite high in charts in countries I've never been to certainly and uh, it's very much appreciated 
and that you listen to the uh, Cricket Badger IPL dailies. I think it's worked really well when we had the idea of having the fans on the show. I was not quite sure how it was going to work, but I think it's worked brilliantly and they've all been fantastic on it. And thank you to each and every one of those as well. And I'll thank them again properly towards the end of the IPL too. But uh, thanks for tuning in. I've been James and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279. Or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.